Welcome back to the Sudrish Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard the back and forth between Kolna and Guru Hargobind. The letters that were sent, Guru Hargobind reassured Kolna that when they would leave Lahore in the next couple of days, he would take her with him. So chapter 20 now begins describing how on the next day, Guru Hargobind woke up early in the morning before sunrise to bathe. He ate in the morning before sitting at his beautiful encampment. So the morning passed in this way. It was early afternoon now, and he got ready again. He got dressed with his beautiful clothing, the fine weapons he was uh, strapped with. And then he said to Baba Buddhaji, Mia Mir is a great peer. How come we have not met him yet? Within his full faith, he has experienced the wisdom of the divine. If anyone is fierce with him, if they display their powers to him, he just deals with them with great resolve and forgiveness. So Guru Hargobind here is mentioning Miyamir is a very famous Sufi saint, Pir, Muslim holy man. Baba Buddhaji replied saying, those who remember Miyamir, they receive his darshan. So at this point when they were talking about this, this was about three hours before sunset. It was kind of early to late afternoon. And at that point, Guru Hargobind decided to head to Miyamir's place. So he requested his horse then he mounted it before taking off at great speed. At that point, Miyamir understood what was happening and he quickly got out of his house to go meet uh, Guru Hargobind outside as he was approaching. So the people inside of Miyamir's place, they saw this and they were shocked. They were thinking, you know, Miyamir, he had got up to go see this uh, Guru Hargobind, like outside, he's greeting him. That's a lot of respect he's showing him. And when Miyamir saw Guru Hargobind, when they saw each other, they greatly uh, respected each other. They saw each other with great love. Miyamir bowed down as Guru Hargobind was getting off his horse. But Miyamir grabbed the stirrups of Guru Hargobind. So where on a horse where the feet are, are strapped into, uh, Miyamir grabbed that area, holding his feet. Out of respect, Miyamir was holding these stirrups and walking alongside the horse to bring Guru Hargobind close to the house. And it was only when they got close to the house, then Guru Hargobind dismounted, and then he respectfully held Miyamira's hands at that point. They were holding hands, greeting each other, and then walked together uh, inside where Miyamira's residence room was. Miyamira then asked Guru Hargobind, Guru Hargobind, the destroyer of enemies, how he was doing. They sat together, they were extremely happy to meet each other. and. Miyamir was just staring at Guru Hargobind like a patriarch bird stares at the moon. Guru Hargobind then said, O Pirji, you know, where has your state of mind reached? Through your contemplation, have you experienced the divine? What flavor of the divine do you enjoy at this time? How do you remain aware of the divine? And how have you separated that experience from just the musings of your mind? Have you destroyed all the desires in your heart? How do you experience the divine, blissful self, the Atma? Miyamir, the great Breslupir, heard this question and then replied saying, Those who have received your grace, O Guru Hargobind, they with full faith experience the divine. For me, wherever my state of mind goes, there I see that place. Or 
anything I look at as illusionary and dis disregard it for the one, the substratum of which binds everything together, the divine. That's where my state of mind is. At that place, the mind or the speech has no way to conceptualize it. Eyes cannot see it and ears cannot hear it. Experiencing that form of the divine, I dis disregarded any sense of self and my state of mind rested in that absorbed unity with the one. My body though remains here to run out its karma, its karma. I don't endeavor or strive for anything, whatever comes my way in terms of food, clothing, I utilize that. I don't have any excitement about what comes my way or distress about it. If it comes, it comes. If it goes, it goes. I don't desire anything. I recognize the entire world as illusionary. And once I destroyed the root of the world, in the text it uses the word mool, mool meaning root. This is philosophical terminology being used here, a synonym for avidya or ignorance, and also maya or illusion. So Miyamira says, once I destroyed that root of the world, ignorance, then all my desires were destroyed. But the bliss of the self that I experience, that cannot be described. So Guru Hargobind replied saying, oh, like a mute enjoying sweets. Miyamira replied saying, those who have received your grace, O Guru Hargobind, they washed the dirt of the ego with the water of Gurmat, the Guru's teachings. So Guru Hargobind responded saying, blessed, blessed is your practice. You yourself have swam across a terrible world ocean and you will take many with you as well. So this is how Guru Hargobind and Miyamir were discussing spiritual matters, receiving each other's darshan for some time, about an hour and a half passed before Guru Hargobind then got up. Miyamir got up as well to show respect and walked him out to his horse. Miyamir, as he was walking out, he stopped his servant from coming with him and he grabbed the stirrups again of Guru Hargobind to help the Guru as he mounted his horse. Guru Hargobind then, as he mounted, he said to Miyamir, please don't walk with me, don't trouble yourself. You've done so much already. You have such humility and mercy. So Miyamir obeyed the Guru's word and stood there. He was just looking at the Guru's form. They both respectfully and humbly bowed to each other as Guru Hargobind then took off. Miyamir was just standing there. He was watching Guru Hargobind ride out. Guru Hargobind then got back to his encampment in the evening just as Sodar Rehras was starting, uh, after which then he had dinner and then slept for the night in his residence on his large bed. But back over at Miyamir's residence though, when Guru Hargobind had come there, when he arrived there, coincidentally there was a lot of Turks around at that time. They saw what happened and were confused. They were saying, you know, what has this Pir Miyamir done, done? He spoke with such love amongst all of us and he acted so humbly to that Hindu he got up and went outside to greet him. He had so much respect for that Hindu. He bowed down. He put his hand on the Guru's feet, on his stirrups. He helped him down off the horse. You know, and this is the Pir who we call the Pir of all Pirs. All the ministers of the empire, they recognize him and respect him. The emperor comes to visit him every eight days and bows down to him. All the other Pirs also come, recognize him as somebody who's extremely spiritually accomplished. Now this guy bows down in front of this Hindu? So it should be noted here when the Turks are using the term Hindu here is because this term would be associated with those who were resident of Hind 
of that land, so essentially natives uh, of these areas, not the Mughals who were uh, ethnically Turk, Turk, but essentially culturally Persian. So this binary of Hindu and Turk is something that was common in the time, especially in literature, does not mean how we associate the term Hindu with Hinduism today as a religion, just as a side note. So they continue on complaining, saying, Mia Amir must consider this Hindu as, a, as greater than himself. So this is how the Turks were talking at that time, and somebody went over and told the Emperor Shah Jahan about this, and the entire court of Shah Jahan heard this. They didn't like it at all. They were upset. When Shah Jahan heard it, he told everybody there, listen, don't worry, I'll go there and ask him about this. You know, this Guru Hargobind, he's always with us every day. He comes out, he goes hunting with us, he stays in the court, he comes and goes from the court as we request of them. They always have been in obedience to us. And it's this person that Miyamir is so greatly respecting. Miyamir, who countless Turks respect. How did Guru Hargobin get uh, this respect from him? All the Turks will surely lose all their honor because of this. So many days passed while Shah Jahan continued on with these doubts and arguments about Guru Hargobin and Miyamir. And one day, Shah Jahan went to go meet with Miyamir. He went with many ministers and men with him as well. When he got close, he clapped his hands together, bowed down, showed respect to Miyamir. Uh, he was bowing down amongst all of his people. There's a lot of people there. And at that moment, Shah Jahan asked Miyamir, I heard he met with the Hindu Guru, whose name is Guru Hargobind. You treated him so respectfully with so much respect that people start to have some doubts and some questions. Guru Hargobind, you know, is always in service to us and you treated him with such respect. All the Turks now, they'll, they've started this debate about him. They came to us telling us about your behavior. Miami heard this and then immediately replied saying, all of the beings here, big or small, accomplished or not accomplished, when we all sit in our meditation and when we travel to the court of the divine Fada, we are all stopped outside of the court, at the door. We sit there for some time and we only see him through that door. There's a window at the top of that door. We see Guru Hargobin from that window and they ask out and hear all of our requests and they handle them. We all bow down, clasp our hands in front of them. We all think to ourselves, you know, is this Khoda? that's appearing from the door, or is this someone else? We only see Guru Hargobind there, we don't see anybody else. So those who are accomplished enough to reach there, ask any of them, who wouldn't respect Guru Hargobind? It's him who sits there in the court of the divine, blessing us all. No one can copy them or imitate them at all. Wherever he looks gracefully upon, he bestows his blessings. Just like people come in front of you, for wealth and status, they come in front of you and bow down and listen to what you say in the same way. Countless people bow down in front of Guru Hargobind for blessings. Tell me, Shah Jahan, in this world, is there anyone who does not respect you? In the same way, those who are lovers of the Divine Khuda, they place the dirt of the Guru's feet on their head. Shah Jahan, you're just a worldly person. You can do what you want and no one's going to stop you but you have absolutely no understanding of Khuda, the Divine, and nothing of what will happen in the future. You enjoy this partisan debate, this conflict between Turks and Hindus. Those who do this 
will just die uselessly without remembering the divine. This kingdom that you enjoy is only going to last for four days. It will only last for a little bit. And you're constantly just desiring sensual and physical pleasures. Not even for a second have you contemplated the divine. You're always just engaged in debates and arguments. The wise don't say that that's admirable. Those who support that, what you're doing, they are just immature and they won't get a spot in the court of the divine. They'll be punished and sent to the house. So the very striking and sharp words of Miyamir were heard by everybody around there. Everyone lowered their eyes. No one could say anything back to this beer. They just remained quiet. They realized the wisdom and what he had said. Then Miyamir continued saying to all of them, you have not understood the great glory of Guru Hargobind. They have endless powers, which they hold with great resolve and strength in their hand. They hold the power to create and destroy all. But even then, he just carries on and plays the game of a normal person. He does not at any time display his depth, his power to anyone else. He bears the unbearable within his heart. So who else could be as equal to him? Shah Jahan heard this and he just bowed his head down. He didn't say anything at all. Everybody just lowered their eyes. They got up and they left. The ministers and the other men who were with Shah Jahan, as they were walking out, they're outside of the residence. They began chatting to each other. One of them was like, I honestly don't have faith in what Miyamir was saying. That this Hindu stays with the divine Khoda in the court. What can we say to Miyamir though? Another one was saying, yeah, Shah Jahan himself obeys and listens to Miyamir. Another guy also said, I just don't trust what Miyamir said. So they were all saying these types of things, but the author, Kavi, the poet, Santok Singh says, only those with great fortune have a clean and pure mind, which allows for the mind to absorb and understand the great glory of the Guru. Those who aren't as fortunate, those with a dirty and stupid intellect, they just constantly absorbed in partisan arguments and debates in their mind in their heart the praise of the guru never resides so these ministers and Shah Jahan they had this doubt in their mind and they went back to their fort to rest for the night and that's how chapter 20 concludes in the next chapter we'll hear the state that Kola is in and the plan that Guru Hargobind has to free Kola and for them to unite so that's where we'll pick up next time but as always I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Patreon page. <laughs>